This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast designed and produced specifically for Florida small business owners and entrepreneurs. Small Biz Florida, talk that works for Florida. This podcast is supported by the Florida SBDC Network, providing the tools, strategies, and expertise to help Florida's business community thrive. Visit the Florida SBDC online at www.floridasbdc.org or contact your local office and get started on your path to success today. This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast and broadcast that's all things business across the state of Florida. I am Tom Kindred, your host. And if you've been tuning in lately, you know that we're coming to you from the 12th annual JMI Small Business Leadership Conference. It's all taking place here in Orlando at the beautiful Lowe's Sapphire Falls Resort. The room and the hallway is full of small business owners and operators. It's been a great conference so far. Lots of powerful, uh, experienced, savvy presenters talking about all kinds of issues that relate to small business. Gosh, we've talked about um, the workforce. We've talked about HR issues. We've talked about how to use chat GPT and AI in our business. We've talked about continuity plans. What have we missed? Sales. Well, we're going to talk sales now. We've got our good friend, Kelly Hill, who serves as the CEO of Sales Advisors of Florida. She's also the founder of that organization. Uh, Kelly, welcome to Small Biz Florida. Thank you, Tom. Really happy to be here. Yes. And uh, it it is kind of interesting. You know, um, as I've told a couple of other uh, guests um, over the last couple of days, uh, I can't really go anyplace anymore, but what we don't talk about workforce... (laughs) And so it was kind of nice. We had a couple of folks today. I'm really impressed with the lineup of speakers because we really have covered almost every aspect of small business. Uh, I had a young lady talking about operations and uh, I I love the conversation we're going to have about sales. I think that's great because it is a key component for for business. Um, But let's start as we always do, Kelly, Uh, just a little bit of your background pathway uh, to you, uh, you know, creating and uh, and now operating Sales Advisors of Florida. Okay, thank you. Yes. So it's kind of an interesting story. My first 15 years of my career, I worked in sales and marketing for commercial cooking equipment manufacturers. And then I went to work for one of our customers in purchasing. So I had the opportunity to go into purchasing. I knew the sales side of the business and I ended up working for a very large customer Uh, Learned a lot, worked with a lot of smart people, but after 13 years there, we parted ways and I had that opportunity to say, what do I want to do next? Well, I got to tell you, I've tried both and sales is much more fun. (laughs) So I decided to There would be some people, Kelly, who would tell you sales is tough, but you know, I'm I'm anxious to hear the conversation. Oh yeah. It's not for everybody. Definitely. Um, But, but if you have that passion, it really, to me is, is very in the right approach, which is collaborative, a lot more fun. Um, I started my business in uh, 2007 and um, started focusing on a very specific industry. I did a little bit of a pivot in uh, 2010 and really turned my focus to small business owners. So I work with small business owners of all industries across the state of Florida and sometimes outside. I'm so interested in what you're going to talk about. I want to know just immediately where you where you located. 
How oh. close are you to the Treasure Coast? Yeah, we're, well, we're based in Orlando, but we yeah. work with clients all across the, nice. the state, okay. and it's a nice central location for okay. that. Okay, nice. Um, all right, so let's. So I guess let's start with Sales Advisors of Florida, your actual organization. What is your business model? How do you engage with clients? Yep. Our sole focus is on helping companies either develop a more proactive sales approach. So outbound sales and what are the components of doing that effectively um, or joining their team to help manage the day-to-day sales activities as a fractional VP of sales. So we do project work, which is identifying what's not working, developing a plan to fix it or joining their team to basically do that day to day and also the accountability factor. Okay. Do you help a company create that sales team, create the sales procedures? Um, do you, do you help with somewhat of the, the marketing side? Do you help with lead generation, explain to them how they can go about lead generation or all those aspects of what you do? That's a lot of questions, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, um, I'm just kind of a question guy. <laughs> you are. You do a great job. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we really focus on sales, but we can't do sales without marketing and lead right. gen. So it's all okay. a part of that fabric that we nice. weave. Um, but we start with basically, um, do they know who their ideal client is? Right. Do they have the right sales messaging? Do they have the right tools to reach those people? Wow. Do they have the right salespeople? Are they the right people in the right seats with the right skill sets? We hire, coach, fire. Um, wow. And, uh, and then just at the end of the day, make sure we're, we're making progress against that, that annual revenue target and three-year revenue target that we develop as a part of that plan. Wow. And you, obviously it's not just Kelly Hill. You must have some, some team members. Well, I, I, at this point it is just me. I've had some team members, but like most of us, we've, we've tried a few things and had to readjust our approach to adding people to our teams. Right. Nice. (laughs) Um, well, it is, you know, again, for, for small business owners, I, I, I was one, um, understand. Um, I, I told you before we went on the air that, um, I was in the equipment business. So of course, I mean, we lived and died by sales. Um, you know, we had multiple sales, uh, team members. They were spread out of course, uh, across multiple counties in the state of Florida. Um, and again, back in those days, I didn't have the kind of really in-depth understanding of the whole sales process, you know, those different, mm-hmm. you know, layers and, and um, you know, and steps in that sales process. But obviously we did a fairly good job, but I'm sure we could have done better. But it is so important that a small business owner really understands that sales process because many of them just... Probably they've got their regular run of clients. They they do their regular run of marketing. But but every small business, I guess, certainly from your vantage point and your experience, can probably do a little better with what they're doing. Yeah, do you actually, see that out there? Yeah, we advocate having a written sales process. And actually, with you need one for an inbound, your inbound sales as, a, as um, in addition to your outbound sales. So they typically require different steps in that process to lead somebody from that initial conversation or lead to converting that sale. So absolutely written sales process, get it all written out and then revisit it once a year so you can tweak it and update it. What about, what about compensation? What do you, of course you're seeing, I'm sure you see it every different way. Um, commission, uh, base plus commission, Mm -hmm. just salary. Um, 
what what do you see in terms of, of pay? What what do you see that works? Maybe what doesn't work sometimes? Yeah, so it really has to be a comp plan that is aligned with the role and their responsibilities and the outputs you want to see. So most salespeople have some combination of a base and a commission, and you want that commission to really direct them to where you want them to get sales, and you want to reward them for it. So when they make sales, you make sales. Um, there are some companies with different business models that might have uh, a ramp-up time where they do a, a base right. for a period of time, and then it goes to all commission. But usually it's a combination of the two. I will never forget, uh, I had a gentleman, a supplier of ours in, in the business. Uh, we were having a, just a, you know, off-the-record conversation one day about business in general. I'll never forget what he told me. He said, I'll never work again for a salary. You know, I, I, I'm a salesman and I want to control my destiny. I mean, is it important that when you're hiring and recruiting salespeople that, that you, that they have those kind of instincts that you hire the, you don't hire a, you don't want to hire a salary, uh, a salaried type individual for a sales position. Is that, am I making sense there? You You want to make sure you got the right characteristics for a true salesperson? Yeah, he's obviously a very true, um, dedicated, proactive salesperson, right? So he knows he can drive results. He wants to have unlimited ability to generate money. Salespeople typically are are, uh, motivated by generating money and they want to see how it all plays out and plan it out. So in that case, that's absolutely true. Now, there are some roles where they're a combination of sort of account management and new business. So that would be a situation where they'd be a little more balanced in their compensation plan. Um, and again, some of those compensation plans are industry specific too, where they might get a margin of of each sale, right? So we see that a lot in promotional products. Um, so it's different for every company and you just have to be mindful about what's going to incentivize that salesperson to give you what you want them to do. And the sales team, uh, those that are dedicated to these sales versus your associates that are um, in management and in you know, back-end operations, uh, you know, supply, service, those kinds of, of uh, positions. It's, it's different managing those sales team members, is it not? That, that, oh. They're a different, they're just a different type of person. Is that true? They are absolutely different and you have to be mindful of that. They're usually very independent. They're confident. Um, they're results-oriented. So when you manage highly effective salespeople, you have to focus on the results and giving them the support they need. So it's not handholding. It's not daily activities. It's the framework and right. they'll prove it in the results. And if they don't prove it, you've got to figure out why that's happening. Right. Uh, might be wrong person for wrong role um, or they need some additional tools. But ultimately, to your point with your friend, his confidence is there that he can make it happen. Right. And I like your your use of the term framework mm-hmm. because it really is for for that sales team. It, it is more about creating um the processes, the procedures, the framework, because they're self-motivated. And if they aren't, then you may have the wrong person in that position, but they typically are, to your point, self-motivated, independent. They're, they're driven uh, for goals and objectives and results, mm-hmm. but you've got to build that framework. They've got to understand how they operate, uh, policies, procedures, when they when they're in that sales process, what do they do when how do they turn in paperwork? Those are the kind of things that, that I think a manager owner has to be mindful of in, in dealing with the sales team. 
Absolutely. And that goes back to the sales process where all of that is outlined, what happens at each step of the sales process. Right. Um, so what is the responsibility of the salesperson versus maybe somebody else on the team? Um, and it creates that visibility. And then it helps you also track those conversion rates, right? So right. sales process is a really, a written sales process is really a critical part to to not only help your salesperson get organized, but and then, yeah, and then part of that process is probably tools like a, mm -hmm. a customer resource, a customer relationship management software. Yes, I mean salespeople really have to have some way of tracking wins and losses. Is that an important? Just to have the salespeople, you're going to have to have some tools for them to, to leverage and use. Yes, absolutely. And if if a company's not using a CRM, they're they have no control over the customer data. So that at first and foremost, it's where all that customer data lives and you control that whether your salesperson comes or goes. The other part of that is as a sales manager, you wanna use that CRM to basically understand how they're spending their time, what the right. conversion rates, where things are getting stuck and falling right. out of the sales process. And then it's a great tool for preparing your company for additional capacity that they might need to build as right. your salesperson brings in these sales. And I guess, I was always a little bit of a believer in a, I guess it's a basic philosophy of sales that in order to get more yeses, you really got to get more no's. And we, you know, I, I think at least in some part, I understood that we were going to have to call on 10 people to get, you know, we didn't, we didn't have a product that every, everybody needed. I used to always, um, tell folks, I wish I was in some other field, like, like a car dealership. <laughs> everybody needs a car, but yeah. not everybody needed our equipment. Yeah. So I just, I recognized that we were going to have to, to call on a certain number of people to get someone interested. And, and that, that's all about building that pipeline and building the funnel, but sales funnel. But part of that is trying to understand how do we get people out of it? Yep. Because we don't, we don't want to spend a lot of time if if they're if they don't look like they're going to close at some point, we want to move on, right? Because exactly. we we're going to take that as our no, and we're going to try to move on and get our yes. Does that make sense? It, it does, and it's really important to have a, a a go no go process built into your sales process. So, at what point do you basically have a deal breaker on whether that's a a good potential client, and how do you off ramp them? Right, right. having other resources. Salespeople hate hate, hate to say no to a potential client, <laughs> right? but you've got to make it easy for them and you've got to uh, make sure that they're using their time wisely instead of chasing every shiny product, right? Uh, shiny object. Right. And to speak to the whole issue of, you got a great salesperson, they're a great producer and, and a, this, I did this a couple of times uh, and you, you say, man, what a great team member, a, you know, great leader, great, you know, uh, individual. But we pull that salesperson kind of out of that sales position and we try to put them into management positions. How, how often does that not work? <laughs> a lot. Right. I mean, it's just natural. You see a high performer, you think, right. and they may even think they, they want to go into sales management as a career progression. But right. honestly, really successful driven salespeople are all about them and the accomplishments. And it's hard for them to drive results through other people. Right. So it's a big change in, in how they look at their work. And and then the, the, of course, the big downside to this is, is, is if we, if we promote or move that individual into a position where they can't perform any longer, 
it's hard to move them back. You, you run yes. the risk of losing the person altogether yeah. who was a great performer. Is that a, is that, is that uh, you know, a reality? That is a reality. And in that situation, if it's a good employee, you want to give them, uh, you want to see if it's going to be a fit. I do a, an assessment. So I, you know how, what makes them successful in their role as a salesperson, give them an assessment that identifies what behaviors they have that'll make them successful in a sales management role. And there could be some coaching and some expectations, right. but um, but yeah, I, I definitely would not do it automatically just because they're excited about it. Right. So how does a small business looking to uh, grow sales, expand sales, um, create these um, procedures, framework, uh, how does the engagement process look with you? How does it all start? Yeah, so usually it starts with a needs assessment. So we just have a real sort of high-level conversation about what's working, what's not working. And then I'll, I'll come back to them with some suggestions on some things that I think they need to do and where I can help them assess how much of that work they want to do themselves versus me. And then we can determine how we move forward. Um, I have a client right now where I just came in and built a individual sales plan for each one of their salespeople. They had a 100% referral business. They didn't know how to go out and find sales. So it's working with each one of the salespeople and developing an individual sales plan. They're going to execute to that plan and the owner is going to manage the sales team. So giving him coaching and tools to manage. So that's one way I can help or to, you know, what you referenced earlier, if it's a company that really is focused on accountability, they're going to need somebody in that sales management seat. And I can come in and manage the day to day and also hold the, the sales team accountable for the plan that I develop and I'm executing. And there, uh, are there any, segments, market segments, industry segments, um, that you don't work with or you, or sales is sales. I mean, you, you could work with a service industry, a plumbing contractor and a high tech, um, you know, company. Does it really matter? Sales is sales. Well, you know, at that second stage or small company level, um, fundamentally sales is sales but there is a difference between B2B and B2C. So I don't necessarily work with B2C because there's much more of a marketing focus with B2B. I'm helping them build that platform Uh, to to fuel that future growth. Nice. That makes sense. Yeah. So really a little more focused on the B2B. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. Um, how does one find, uh, uh, sales advisors of Florida? So our website is uh, just salesadvisorsfl.com. And then you can find me, Kelly Hill, VP of Sales on LinkedIn. Um, And uh, I work with uh, the SBDC of UCF as an advisory board member. I work with GrowFL, the Edward Lowe Foundation. So through those associations, you can also find me. All right, nice. And you were a presenter today at JMI? Yes. Yes. What was the topic? What was your title of the topic? It was how to ramp up your your growth and nice. uh, taking them through the, the foundational steps of building the sales infrastructure. And your room was probably standing room only, I'm sure. It was pretty good. <laughs> For three o'clock in the afternoon, pretty good. <laughs> right. Well, again, sales is important. And, and um, you know, one of the things we, concepts we obviously teach in entrepreneurship is that as an entrepreneur in an early stage, you're going to have to do it all. You're going to have to be the bookkeeper, the CEO, the CFO, the salesperson, the sales manager. Uh, but but you're right. In order to, to scale and grow it, you, you can't be all those things anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to have to you're going to have to focus to your strengths and and then hire others who have the other strengths. 
Yep. And, and you offer the opportunity for someone to, to leverage uh, sales expertise. Yes, I do. Yeah. Very okay. customized for the business. Yep. Nice. Yeah. Uh, it is Kelly Hill, uh, the founder and CEO of Sales Advisors of Florida. Uh, thank you, Kelly, for your time today on Small Biz Florida. Uh, thank you for your support of the JMI conference. Thank you for being a presenter today. My pleasure, Tom. Thank Absolutely. Uh, this is Small Biz Florida. I am Tom Kindred, and I'm just uh, selling all the good news here uh, that's taking place at the JMI conference. So uh, stay tuned. More to come. This is Small Biz Florida. This has been Small Biz Florida, created and produced by the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Your host for Small Biz Florida is Tom Kindred. Partners for Small Biz Florida include WPSL and WSTU and Indian River State College, named the 2019 winner of the Aspen Prize for Community College Excellence.